What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Dime. As always, I've got my right-hand man, Kellen Finney, here with me. And this week, we've got a very special guest, Shada Tarabi, co-founder and CEO of Restart CBD and host of the very popular To Be Blunt podcast. Shada, thanks for taking the time. How are you doing today? Thank you so much for having me. I'm doing great. I'm in a great mood. The sun is shining, can't complain. And I get to talk to fellow cannabis enthusiasts about my favorite topics. So when you tell people you're in cannabis, what do they say to you? How does that interaction go? I think it kind of depends who you talk to for sure. You know, I think Texas is perspective and is shifting. People are, you know, not so much scoffing at us as an industry. I personally like to believe that Texas as a state is one going to be one of the biggest markets when legalization opens up just because of our size, but also just because of, you know, the top cities. What type of products do you have at Restart CBD? And do you have them from marketing sense? Obviously that's a huge challenge, right? You can't kind of associate this will put you to sleep, but you want to kind of encourage people to, to, to recommend them and to guide them towards them and say, hey, like, this is what you'd want to take if this. So how do you approach that conversation? That's a really real conversation. In fact, we were just talking about that in our store yesterday. You know, different cultivars, different, you know, even the same seed, the genetics, depending on where you're growing it, indoor, outdoor, who's growing it, what's the, you know, if they accidentally added a little more of a nutrients one day or one batch can create some variation to the end product. And I think that it's really hard when you have people who don't quite understand that it's a plant, right? Like they know it's a plant and we talk about it being plant medicine, but they're still like, well, you know, I don't feel the same way I felt today that I felt last month when I took the product. And you have to kind of coach them through people want CBD. And again, I believe in the efficacy of CBD, but I also believe in the efficacy of the full plant, not that full spectrum as the end all be all, but there really is merit in understanding these minor cannabinoids as well as terpenes. And so as a brand, we really lean into, okay, this is CBC. We have CBC specific products. Okay. This is CBG. We have CBG specific products. We have them dedicated, whether it's capsules or an oil or an edible. And then like, not only do I have those products listed, like I also have education that comes with it. We can't be labeling pot, like scary spot, sleepy pot, and like happy pot. Like that's just not how it works when you have three bags in front of you. It definitely is a delicate conversation, right? Because it's a little bit, again, the market is shaping that conversation. So, I mean... It's really hard when you have brands that are taking advantage of these consumers. And like for me, that's ultimately who I'm in business for. And I always reflect I'm a consumer before I'm a business owner. And so I think that having that guiding light is really where we found a lot of success. Because if I don't understand this product or I don't resonate with this product, I'm not going to put that product on my shelf. But again, no disrespect to anybody who wants to play the game the way they want to play the game. I'm a big believer. The game is always being played. And if you think that the game is being played, then shame on you. You're already losing. Which guests that you've had on has shocked you? Ooh, shocked me. You know, it's really interesting. I I learned so much from the podcast. I think that's something that like I I'm really proud of the person that like I've become and grown into in the industry in terms of the amount of information that I've absorbed and like how to digest it and navigate it. Um, I can't say that there's like one episode in particular that's shocked me, but kind of what comes to mind is just 
you know, I get asked all the time, oh, are you going to open a legal dispensary when Texas legalizes? Or, oh, you know, federal legalization, it's coming down the pipeline. You know, we got the Democrats in office or, you know, whatever the topic of conversation du jour is of like how the industry is going to unfold. And I think for me, the most shocking is just when I have these guests share these stories, like I'm about to release an episode with a gentleman um, named Mike out of Chicago. And he was in the process of getting his license because Colorado to legalize recreation and was just going through some of the the nuances of how these, you know, quote unquote lottery systems are done, how licenses get released, um, how the state operates the relationship to how the licenses are awarded and how the, like the opportunities are like dealt with. Since you've been in the cannabinoid industry, what is the biggest misconception? I think from a consumer perspective, just what is going to affect my body and how is it going to affect my body? Um, I think there's still a lot of unknowns when it comes to these minor cannabinoids. Um, even though I do sell Delta eight, I'm very perceptive and aware of the repercussions long-term. I mean, Kellen, you even brought it up from a federal legal perspective, you know, with the lack of regulations, we really truly don't know what the impact is going to be um, long-term for some of these cannabinoids and even these consumption methods. It's like people come and they ask me, you know, oh, is smoking healthy? It's like smoking weed or smoking hemp healthy. And I'm like, well, no, you're still smoking. But like, is it better than tobacco? Probably. So like myself as the example, I was a huge tobacco smoker for 10 years. I know, shocker, but I did that. And then I transitioned to smoking way more weed. Like, is it better for me? I think so, because I feel better, but I'm still smoking. And so I think you have consumers who just, they don't realize how these products are going to affect them. And the market doesn't really understand how it's going to affect them. And like, not even to mention edibles and the discrepancies with edibles and like dosing and how much someone should take and what's the effect of that going to be. So um, I think maybe not a misconception, but an opportunity rather is like, I love microdosing. I think microdosing is super topical right now. I think a lot of brands are getting into it in the California market, especially. And I think it's really smart because you have new consumers who are hitting the market. Again, I always try to put the hat on like me, I'll eat the brownie at the party and not ask questions. <laughs> like, was it 10 milligrams? Was it hundred milligrams? Like I've definitely overdosed myself because I didn't ask questions or I didn't read the label properly. I've also, unfortunately, you know, overdosed friends because I'm me and I'm like, you'll be fine. And they're like, I'm not you. And that made me feel really crazy. So you have these new consumers who are trying to like, you know, get with it, be hip with the cannabis. And they don't really understand how cannabis actually works in their body. And so I think, um, again, conversely, you have brands who are selling, here's a hundred milligram Delta eight edible. And it's this size. And it's like, that seems harmless. And then you're tripping and, you know, it's a new consumer and then that's a bad experience. And is that a lawsuit? Is that a, you know, just a hospital visit? Is that then turning them off of cannabis? So it has obviously a lot of repercussions to it, but, um, yeah. You could sum up your experience in a main takeaway or lesson learned to pass onto the next generation. What would it be? Well, I don't think this is cannabis specific, but this is what has gotten me through life. Um, And it's a, a thing that my mom taught me and it's just to show up. You know, I think cannabis is one of those industries that um, people often are like, well, how do I, like I had a guy, he's like, how do you, how do you market? How do you do it? I'm like, show up ask questions, like good for you for asking me the question, but like, I also can't do the work for you. So I think people are looking for the easy route to take advantage of the industry or the opportunity, um, cannabis or anything. And so the best thing I can say is show up, go to the trade show, like reach out to that person on Instagram, like 
ask the brand the question, like let them tell you in their words, what's going on with their product or that thing that they're, you know, talking about. Um, and so just be really present because the industry is moving really fast. And so if you're not there, you might miss it. So show up. I love that. Prediction time. What month and year will Texas vote to legalize adult rec? And then when will you, Shada, be able to purchase a product? How long after? So Texas is a two-year legislative state. So for sure, the month that it would legalize... Well, it's kind of a two-part, right? So it legalizes in June, and then it would be in effect in September. So that's going to be my month prediction. Um, And what's eight years from now? 2029. 2029. Yeah. I say 2029 for Texas, just because we're a two-year state. And so give me some grace because I think that this threw off our legislative session. I think we should have been 2020 for some reason with COVID. Um, But I think we're about seven to eight years out. So um, 2029, September 1st, going into effect. Yeah, 2025. Yeah. So I don't know if y'all knew this, but Texas just went through um, a hemp smokable ban. So in 2019, it was legalized. In 2020, the Department of State Health Services, which regulates COVID health in the state, as well as cannabis, hemp, they were like, whoa, we didn't know you guys were going to smoke this. So now we got to deal with the smoking. (laughs) And they literally put a ban in place prohibiting us from retail selling, manufacturing, and processing. Then we could, when you like talk to lawyers, it's like, okay, well, you can sell it as non-smokables, wink, wink, right? So like, oh, it's just loose bud, whatever. So Shada, for our listeners that want to hear more, we'll link up all in the show notes, but tell them where they can get in touch. Yes. Find me on Instagram, the Shada Tarabi. If you just type in Shada Tarabi on Google, you'll find all about me, all about my brand, Restart CBD. I really appreciated the conversation today. This was really fun. And I said a lot of things that I'm sure people will have a lot of thoughts and opinions about. So please reach out to me. I love, love having dialogue. That's the perfect. Thanks so much for your time. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. 99.9% of our DNA is identical. It's a 0.1% that truly makes us different and unique. And that's what the show is about. Find out that 0.1% about your favorite guests. Find out what music they like, their first cannabis experience, and even what their room looked like growing up. But more importantly, or as important, their journey. Learn what makes them unique on Everything is Personal. Thanks, y'all.